welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of the Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, I'm excited to say I've got a lovely guest. Her name is Marie-Sophie Van der Pass. So very nice, exotic name there, Marie-Sophie. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here. You're very welcome. And we're going to be talking about something a bit different today. We're going to be talking about higher love. So higher love, Sophie, Marie-Sophie, I should say, uh, what, what does that actually mean to you? First of all, a higher love is um, something I believe that comes on your onto your path. Um, partly, you might have felt it coming. I feel like if you're kind of ready for, if you're done with relationships that don't fulfill you, and if you feel like you're pretty good with yourself, you might already have that energy within you that you're like, hey, this time love might work out well for me a lot better than before. I can just feel it, that I'm that I'm worthy of that. So you can feel it coming in that way. And then it just um, pops up in your life, in my experience, um, and just feels really, really good. I would say a higher love is something that doesn't need words, um, doesn't need really anything. It just is a very strong feeling, very strong attraction and it's just there it's amazing it's it's great <laughs> and I suppose what we're trying to say in relation to higher love is that it usually um comes on the back of probably most individuals doing a lot of work on themselves initially so that they actually feel comfortable if they are single being single and actually comfortable if they're in a relationship in a relationship that it is safe secure and operating at a high level that's really important. Absolutely. So what, what do you think are the different terms? And we have discussed this a little bit on previous episodes with different uh, guests, but um, what are the different terms that people may or may not be familiar with that could describe that higher love relationship? So terms that are being used are like twin flame, soulmate, mirror soul, um, I think people like to describe it that way because there is some sort of a mystical experience or connection sometimes. Um, I think usually when you meet a higher love, you you start to change your perception a little bit about yourself and about life. You realize you're worthy of a lot more. You feel more sure and secure within yourself and you might start seeing some like synchronicities if people have experience with that. Um within your life and within the relationship and that make it something that some people want to put a label on because hey it's different than the, the you know the majority of relationships I've had it feels like something special is going on and yeah there is not something special in that it's something so unique and different that you can't attain but more that it's special as in it's asks you to hold more love within yourself and within your life to be able to keep it 
to be able to cultivate it, you know? And if you want to be able to, you know, nurture that relationship and take it all the way to the end, you just got to cultivate more love. Um, you, yeah. Usually, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely 100% am aligned with that. And I feel personally, you know, it's quite often around um, knowing that you're destined for something bigger than yourselves in your relationship, you know, and being a shining example of what love could be and is, you know, so that people have, um, I suppose, role models to look look towards as to what they could achieve in their own love yeah. lives for themselves. Yeah, I love that you say that. I think indeed once you meet a love like that and you you work on yourself, you change your, you know, your current thought system that would otherwise prevent the love from deepening, you change yourself, you align your mindset and your energy with love, uh, you will definitely be a role model because it's inspiring, right? To choose yourself. It's inspiring to dare to love. It's, it's inspiring to dare to be happy. And I think that's also exactly the big lesson I've personally learned from meeting um, a higher love and being with a higher love that, hey, it's okay to have that and it's okay to be happy. It's okay to let go of control and receive. So, yeah, the receiving is a big one, isn't it? Learning to receive and, and not need to feel like you've always got to be the giver and um Quite yeah. often, I think, you know, most of us have been through those phases where we've probably been needy and desperate and giving off that sort of negative energy uh, or we've been in the opposite, you know, and, and have yeah. been so hurt and heartbroken in the past that we've wanted to avoid relationships and kept our hearts really closed off and guarded. Yeah, that's exactly what was how it started with me my heart was way more closed off than I thought. And I think that's so interesting um, that over time I learned, you know, that I was holding myself back, holding the relationship back. Whereas initially I believed it was the other person, but it's such an eye opener um, to find out and discover how much we were holding back love ourselves. So how much we are doing that and how much that is actually ingrained in so many of the people around us. And it isn't until you find that switch within yourself, that you dare to like share your feelings again, or that you dare to like take the risk, um, dare to also do that without needing something in return, but do that, doing that from a place of stability and security, which is also a whole nother level, right? Because you can be courageous enough to choose love again, to be like, hey, I'm going to share my feelings or I'm going to be real and be myself. But then also you have to back that up with actually doing that from a confident place or it will be just a little shift that you make, but not that you can't pull forward, you know, it's not something stable. So, yeah. what What's your own personal story, Marie-Sophie, around what's led you to be doing what you're doing now? Yeah, what really led me to be coaching people uh, in higher love relationships or usually people would come to me and they've met a higher love but there's just no communication or there's no movement forward they feel unloved and rejected so that's mostly what people come for and I've been feeling that way myself um, so I exactly know how they're feeling but I found the switch to that so I um, I realized how powerful that switch was 
and how much needed it was. So that's what was why I decided to uh, start my business. Um, but really, that switch is has a lot about to do with undoing, undoing, you know, all the things you do, just returning to yourself and alignment with life or God or spirit, however anyone would like to call um, the higher consciousness, if you believe in that. And also believing that you're worth, worth more than you initially thought. It's really a transformation and it's a, it's a lot bigger. Like it's it took me a lot to make this transformation. It took a lot of consistency. It took a lot of awareness and a lot of trust. So this is why you know, I realized, you know, people need help with this because it requires um, solid support, a container, reinforcement, because it's not just something that you, you just do. You're just like, oh, okay, so these are the beliefs that are wrong and I'm gonna just gonna adapt and adopt the new beliefs you know you need to to bridge that and to be reinforced and yeah it's great work it was a big transformation so what was life like before you had and went through your own transformation and what is life like now since you've been through that well so before that transformation I felt like my relationship wasn't moving forward. Um, I was walking up against the same walls. I was making steps forward, but I didn't realize that I was making like good, great steps because I was always questioning myself. So it was quite a confusing period, I would say. I'm not saying that I always felt that way because I think, you know, you can meet a higher love and have so many successes, but then still so many walls. And then you, you, you don't even know. So you're not always sad, but you have this, big problem and I had that and it was really annoying right it consumes you sometimes um yeah having done that work and finding that switch it is humbling (laughs) because you you realize that you first of all been standing in your own way for a long time um so what's yeah what happens now is that I deepen my relationship consistently I um, receive finally the love that I desired and didn't think was there, but was there all along. Um, And I think a big part of it as well is deepening steadily is really what I want to say, because I feel like, you know, there's never going to be an end to love. It's never going to be, oh, it didn't work out first. And now I'm, we're in a relationship and we have great love and that's the end. So you always move deeper but I think I could still be moving deeper right now feeling stressed or confused but because there is like a process or an understanding that I attained within me I can move deeper um, more steadily and feel relaxed about that and not worry if there is something to overcome within a relationship or if there's something that I that I would love to see different or better it's just, and I, you know, it's always me who has to make the change and then the change will be um, reflected back by my reality, by my partner. So actually it had a lot to do with claiming uh, responsibility over the relationship. Absolutely, because I think it's quite easy for most of us to lay blame at the other person, you know, and, and say it's your fault that I don't feel great. <laughs> right. You know, about what you've said or or whatever behavior there. 
they're engaging in. And it, it might not be great behavior, to be honest. But, you know, the thing is that we do have to accept responsibility for, mm-hmm. for what we're experiencing, don't we? And even if that's um, a case of, you know what, I need to have stronger boundaries in place because this behavior towards me isn't acceptable. And uh, I need to take responsibility for having stronger boundaries in place. Right. That could indeed look like boundaries. Um, it could be like, for me, it was a lot of misunderstanding each other. So it was me jumping in with like a lot with love and then them needing a minute to <laughs> process. And then I would already be like, what is this taking too long? I need you to reciprocate this to me now, you know? And I think that would like trigger me, upset me. But of course, you know, the lesson in that was as well, taking responsibility as in relax, um, just keep on doing with what your intuition, your heart says, follow the good feeling and don't believe, don't judge the other person as not wanting that or abusing you when they're not right away you know doing the things that you want them to do it's really about just finding happiness within right like just being secure and steady within yourself and uh, trusting that as long as you cultivate that energy steadily the other party must um change as well and conform basically to that energy because otherwise it cannot be in your reality if you want to look at it from a spiritual perspective. If not, they will move your reality and someone else would come in. But usually if you met a higher love, they will they always transform because you know, you know that you've got something real here and they want the same thing as you do. Uh, it's really a matter of just being consistent and patient. It's not patience, but it's more like just trusting yourself and letting being detached how it looks exactly. So it's not about looking at the other person thinking, you know, um, I need to fix you. (laughs) It's about looking at yourself, isn't it, always, and looking internally and thinking to yourself, what can I be doing that's different, that's going to put me in a better, higher quality energy than what I'm currently experiencing? Because whatever energy you're in and exuding is going to input the other person, and that's going to, like you say, be reflected back to you. So if you're only one project or only one um, thought around what we're discussing from this particular conversation is what do I need to take away from this it would be you know work on yourself and be conscious of what you're thinking and not only what you're thinking but how you're feeling about what you're thinking as well yeah feelings are so important I think that was one of the most crucial things in my whole transformation and in results in my relationship because if you first of all indeed you can feel better about the way you think right it's a response but also you will think better thoughts if you feel good sometimes it's not even about hey change your mindset sometimes it's just about hey drop the subject do something that makes you feel good and watch and see your thoughts about the situation change just from feeling better and yeah yeah 100% 100% it is it is around getting in the energy of feeling good and then like you say the answers come don't they and your perception mm-hmm. changes and then on the back of your perception changing and your energy changing their response to you changes within that for the 
you know the the best and highest good of the relationship exactly it's such a beautiful process beautiful relationship so with you um was it with the same person that you went through this whole experience uh no i've actually met multiple higher love connections so that was really interesting so what was your I suppose, experience of what was happening previously that other people might be going through currently that might be an indicator that they need to do this inner work on themselves. So you mean the challenges I was um, facing? Yes. Well, I think, so it differs per situation. For me, I usually manifested or had higher love connections um, where circumstances were pretty daunting. So I was facing challenges like they're already in a relationship to someone else. There are children involved. Um, there's marriage involved. They live on the other side of the world. There's huge cultural differences. I'm just naming like the most drastic challenges that could be coming up in a relationship. And that seems really scary because you're like, oh, there's so many reasons why this wouldn't work out. And I think a big message here would be that, hey, circumstances do not matter. And you can transcend anything with love. You don't have to think that you having love or you, you know, choosing this relationship means that you're blocking the happiness of other people that might be involved. I think that was such a big topic that people feel guilty for having this love or pursuing that. I think that was something that, I've been experiencing but what I figured out is as long as you stay true to yourself as long as you're happy as long as you just you know love circumstances will transform situations will solve itself it will inspire other people into love and things will work itself out so circumstances do not matter yeah yeah it is literally around for me my experience has been really working on changing my feelings you know and and making sure that for the most part of most days that I I wake up and and focus on things that are going to make me feel good and then like we said earlier on you know on the back of feeling good your experience of others automatically is is a good experience for the most part Mm -hmm. isn't it yeah absolutely absolutely and once you feel bad, it's also okay to acknowledge, okay, today is not my day and I'm not seeing this clearly right now. Like I'm probably not in the zone. But once you recognize, hey, today I'm not feeling so well, you can just check in with how you feel in your body. And you can just tell yourself like, I am not seeing this probably as it is. So I just choose to not act as much today. I choose to not, you know, make any important decisions or say as much as I want to say today. I'll just have us take a step back. And um, whenever I feel better, I'm going to have another look at this situation. Yeah. And, and not beat yourself up, you know, for having a bad moment or a bad day. And just like you yeah. say, just think tomorrow's another day. And, uh, you know, we can start from scratch again and, and uh, look at, you know, ways that I can hopefully have a a longer period of time where I'm checking in with myself and making sure I'm doing stuff that's making me feel great. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, 
you know, stuff that makes you feel exhilarated. It can be just stuff that makes you feel satisfied, you know, just just work on what's yeah. going to make me feel satisfied in this very moment. Yeah. It's just choosing the path of least resistance. So it's just doing something that makes you feel better or more comfortable in the moment. And you can always build it from there. So Sophie, you, you're the founder and CEO of Love Champ. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so Love Champ is uh, the business that I created. It's a coaching business um, where I host a community, Champions of Love community. And I um, come live there weekly for uh, my clients and I coach them through their relationships. And yeah, it's really just what we talked about just now. I'm really helping people to reclaim their power and to see the situation from a perspective that's really rooted in love. And that has the ability to change them, how they feel, as well as how their partner responds. So that's the work I'm doing there. It's really exciting, really interesting. Excellent. And what would be the best contact information if uh, our audience members wanted to connect with you to share with us? I think the best way to reach out to me would be lovechamp.nl, just to my web address. And you can find more about me there and my, my programs and contact points. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for sharing your wisdom today. Any final thoughts or tips or information that you'd like to share around the subject of higher love before we close this episode? Well, I would love to say that whenever someone met their higher love, that it's really a matter of releasing their own resistance to it. It's not a matter of changing the other person and working really hard to get a result. It's really about just taking a breath and allowing yourself to receive because the right inspiration will come to you and the right inspiration will come to them to move the relationship forward. So don't worry as much. Yeah, it is about that, isn't it? It's letting go of the worry, the doubt, any fear and uh, relaxing, relaxing more. Yeah. It's not yeah. about doing more. It's about, you know, literally chilling more, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And stop looking at it as a problem so much indeed like reframe just relax <laughs> relax and receive relax and receive i love that well thank you so much really really had a really ex lovely experience talking with you today marie sophie and uh thank you so much for sharing your wisdom around higher love thank you so much as well it was my pleasure i enjoyed so much talking to you i'm excited to talk to you again sometime would love that so it just leaves me to say, true love starts with opening our hearts. And until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group, Two Hearts Entwined, or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn, or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts entwined.com Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.